Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Sin No More. I'm blessed to have my daughter Shelby with me today, and she's going to open us up in prayer. Please bow your heads with me. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to dig into your word and to to get to know you on a deeper level. Just help us to continue to to seek you more and more each day and just help our hearts to be open and ready to receive whatever you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I hope those of you driving your vehicles didn't have any crashes as Shelby told you to bow your head for that prayer. (laughs) But uh, we, we pray that all is well. Well, folks are going to talk about today about sin no more. And just a reminder that we have adjusted the podcast to Monday through Fridays. But if you want to listen seven days a week and go back to the old podcast again. And I said last night, it'll take you about 11 years to get through them all. But I was wrong because at five new podcasts per week and listening to two previous podcasts, you'll never catch up. So, uh, but good luck. And maybe you can <laughs> listen to more than two in the weekend. But seriously, I would encourage you to go back and listen because, you know, the Word of God is powerful and we listen to things the second time we pick up more things. And so I just would invite you to do that. We're going to start tonight in John chapter 8. John chapter 8. I'm reading out the New King James Bible, verse 1. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Two, now early in the morning, he came again into the temple and all the people came to him and he sat down and taught them. Three, then the scribes and Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. And pause, of course, you wonder, how did these people catch her in the act of adultery? What were they doing there? Moving on to verse five. Now Moses in the law commanded us that we should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground, with his finger, as though he did not hear. Pause, folks. I believe there Jesus was writing some of their sins in the sand to kind of get ready for the next point, which is verse 7. So when they had continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. You know, I think, Shelby, it's so important you know, sometimes when we, uh, you know, we've we've been living for Jesus for a while, we forget where we came from because all of us is born with original sin. It doesn't matter how bad it is or how good it is. It's all bad in God's eyes. And the only way for us to be saved is to confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior, to be bathed in the blood of Jesus. And I think we need to keep reminding ourselves about this scripture that we should not be casting stones because sinners sin. That's good, Dad. I agree, and and focusing on what you said about being bathed in the blood of Jesus, I just want to talk for a minute about you know what Jesus went through on the cross for us. Isaiah 53 in the New King James Version says in verse 5, But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Verse 6, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Verse 7, he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. You know, Jesus took all of our sins and all of our dirtiness and took it all upon himself 
And I just think that's so amazing. And I just want to thank him and, and give him glory for it. And he went through all that pain and suffering, not so we could continue to live in our sin, but so that we could be free from sin. So once we get born again, then we are, then each day, you know, our, our goal is to continue to just chase after him. And when we mess up, we repent. But we want to stay on the straight and narrow and focus on, on following after him and not minimizing his sacrifice for us, but maximizing it by living our life as on fire for God as possible. Amen. Thank you, Shelby. And back to John 8. Now verse, I want to read verses 8 through 12. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it being convicted by their conscience went out one by one, beginning with the oldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Now go and sin no more. Twelve, then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. You know, Shelby, the devil takes a little bit of truth from the word and twists it with a bunch of lies. And people now in these end of the end times are walking in so much sin because they've been deceived into thinking that God is love so they can do what they want to do. But Jesus said here very clearly, because he's merciful, he provided that mercy for this lady. But then he said, sin no more. I like verse 12 because he's the light of the world. And if we follow him, we'll not walk in darkness or in sin, but we'll walk in light. Of course, none of us is perfect, but all of us need to walk with that desire of sinning no more. That's good. Amen. And when it talks about in that verse about not walking in darkness, but walking in the light, it made me think of this verse in Matthew chapter 15, starting in verse 18, it says, But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witnesses, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. So what really went off in my spirit is that to not sin anymore, we have to we have to guard our heart. You know, if we have to protect our heart and not let let bad things in, we have to pay attention to what we're watching on television or who are our friends that we're hanging around and what what are they talking about or meditating on and just different things like that. What are we what are we allowing to come into our heart? It's very important we we protect our heart and we keep our focus on the king of kings and not on the world around us. Amen. I want to go back to John chapter 8, Shelby, and go to verse 31. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, of course, Jesus is the word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Jumping down to verse 34, Jesus answered them, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. 35, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. 36, but if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. And, you know, and that's the, the beauty of living for the Lord, you know, is the freedom of living. Because, you know, we know if we've given our heart to Jesus when we sin, you know, we don't have to have other people tell us. We know our spirit man 
will bear witness that 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 wasn't right. And so there's not any peace in that because all of us that have truly given our heart to Jesus want to live for Jesus and live a life that glorifies him because the brighter light that we are, the more we draw others to Jesus. Yes, sir. That's good. So we just want to encourage you out there tonight that if you're, maybe you're struggling in the area in sin, don't beat yourself up. Just fall at the feet of Jesus and repent. And he's there to wrap you in his arms and to help you and to guide you. No, he's not a fan of sin. He hates sin, but he loves you. And so just don't give up. Just keep pressing forward. You know, Paul told us to keep pressing forward and just don't give up and and keep moving forward. Yeah, and 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So just lay your sins at the feet of Jesus. and He's got his arms wide open and he's ready for you. Amen. We just want to encourage you tonight to sin no more. And Shelby, if you would pray for us. Father God, thank you so much for sending your one and only son to die on a cross for us. We didn't deserve it, but he was willing to take on all of our sin so that we don't have to live a life of sin anymore once we accept him into our heart and we can just start living a life of holiness and where we chase after Jesus. And Father, when we mess up and we screw it all up, help us to just come back to you and repent and to turn away from our sin. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Shelby. It's always an honor and a blessing to have you with me. So thank you for being on with us. Well, folks, if you want to contact us, you can do so at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today, and I'll talk to you again on Monday. And And remember, remember, Jesus Jesus thought about about you on the cross cross at Calvary. Calvary.